0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Almost 30. Welcome to Almost 30. You don't need to be 30 and to listen. You don't need to be almost. human. <laughs> you don't need to be human, to be honest. I heard your cats listen. You don't need to be anything but you, baby. Welcome. I'm Krista. I'm
1: Lindsay. And we're so glad you're here. We've been doing this for like six years now. Um, we've grown up from the ground up and we are just super grateful. There's a mm-hmm. lot of options out there for podcasts, We're so excited. We coach a lot of podcasts in the space. So we definitely want the space to grow, but we know there's a lot of choice. So for you to come here and choose to listen to Almost 30 means a lot. We really, really appreciate it.
0: Yeah. And if you're new to the show, Krista and I always open every episode with just kind of a catch up and chat between us before we get into the meat of the episode. Mm -hmm. Just so you know.
1: Just so you know. (laughs) So strap in. So strap in. Right now I'm in New York. Mm -hmm. We're in the studio. The lighting is not ideal. <laughs> not
0: ideal.
1: I look like a shiny
0: cotton ball <laughs> in my white outfit. Uh, check us out on YouTube if you haven't already. Uh, but you were in Vegas recently. Mm-hmm. which so I was
1: I'd, in Ibiza, then Vegas. Yes. It was God really showing me- Contrast. Contrast, honestly. Mm-hmm. To be on, on this trip with Jenna Zoe, which I'm gonna break down today. So in the episode today, I'm breaking down- um, really like this feminine lifestyle that Jenna has really dialed. It's like being in the feminine, it's being a projector. So if you're interested in human design, this was really me living in the design of human of a projector. Jenna's a projector as well. So we really were living our human design in the way that we were um, experiencing Ibiza. But after Ibiza, I came home for a day Um, was fighting with Justin all day and (laughs) and went to Vegas. (laughs) And so it was like, wow. I was like, it was a tough landing. Mm. I was crying all day in Vegas on Friday. Dude. The vibe. Well,
0: it's just hard when... Well, first of all, just having the experience that you did in Ibiza with Jenna is like, it's hard to explain to anyone. Mm -hmm. You know, I can imagine. I know Jenna and I... I'm glued to her story so I can, I, I basically have lived it as well. Mm-hmm. You, <laughs> you know have, what I mean? Uh-huh. But to also like come home and like mm-hmm. be with a partner, be with anyone that wasn't in that experience. Yes. It's kind of like, dude. And then to go to Vegas, it's like, ah. Mm-hmm. So there's heaven on earth and there's hell on earth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think a lot of women do
1: things like that where they do retreats, they do women's circles, they do yeah. workshops, they do all these things and then they kind of come home to their partner and they're like, yeah. You know, you're kind of on They're like, we're moving to a yurt in the middle of the yeah, forest. You get on this tip. That's like to Justin. I was like, we've got to go like, you know, I'm kind of like, I'm crazy. I'm like, we got to move, blah, blah, blah. And you just get on this tip and you kind of are like trying to get your partner on board and not really, there's like an adjustment period. Yeah. I think with it, but um, I was in Vegas for um, like one of my really just favorite people ever, Kristen, mm-hmm. her bachelor, which was so she's much fun. Best. She's, she's truly one of a kind. There's really no one like her. She's, the kindest, she's someone that deeply wants the best for people in a way that I don't know if I uh, see quite often. Mm-hmm. And deal, yeah, but Vegas was just not for me. <laughs> the decor, I literally everyone was like, "Shut the fuck up!" Because I'm walking around, I'm like, "Oh, more silver, more mahogany." I'm like, "What are all these shapes? I'm like these more cur- maroon velvet?" Literally, I'm like, "These curtains are disgusting." <laughs> Like every like the decor, everyone was like, "Yeah, okay, we get it." You fucking hate the decor. I'm just like,
0: why they have so much money? Like, where's the I cool know. place? I know that's. You know what they should have is like a proper in Las Vegas, Whoa. just to the to the nines, a hundred
1: percent. I was like, yo, what's all? Where's all the money going? Because like the decor has not changed since 1986. No. it was so crazy, and like, yo, catch me never tapping a toe in that pool, <laughs> dude. I was like, pool party. Yeah, I'm not getting
0: crouched. Oh, man. Dude, I hate to be a bitch, but I was not my vibe. Yeah, it's really, I've been once, it was for a wedding, so I didn't really do the Vegas partying thing. Like it was mm-hmm. pretty tame. But even just that, I was like, oh, don't need to come back at all ever. Yeah, man. Ever.
1: It was just, and I just, I'm not a desert person like that. I don't mm-hmm. like, it makes me feel claustrophobic yeah. when I'm not near water. So I just felt like, yeah, and it's like, there's
0: a lot of in between souls. Uh huh. There's a lot of like. Well, I think that kind of defines Vegas in some ways. Yeah. Where it's like like a portal. And by the way, if you fucking love Vegas, rock on, rock the fuck on, rock okay? Because I don't want to get any hate mail about I know, this. Dude, literally, no. But I do think it's a place where people go to either escape or to yeah, like sure. be highly. Highly stimulated and kind of a Too much weird stimulation. way that was the whole thing oh, that, <laughs> you know, it's like, God, it's yes. like the sounds yes. and then there's lights everywhere yes, just makes me sad yo i'm on a, I'm on a light tip if I there mean, is we have like an air conditioner thing in our bedroom, there's one little yellow light. And I'm like, I can't sleep. <laughs> so That's in Vegas, uh-huh. you better believe I'm sleeping dude, in a coffin. <laughs> that, was, dude,
1: that was the thing, and it was like DJ Paulie D was like outside, just like raging. I was like, wow, this was like, wow. I used to do that. How shit. tight was this fade? Yo, tight. But honestly, it was fucking hard. It was just like such a, such an interesting vibe. But it really showed me just like the contrast of the different experiences and ways that we can like live in the world. And it's interesting because a beef was actually simpler, mm. you know, it's like, Oh, I'm actually doing way less. And if for me, it was just clear on like what my priorities are. My right. priorities are like nature, rest, uh-huh. good food mm-hmm. and connection with people that I feel like I'm kind of on the same page with. And I think a lot of people desire that. Of course, I think that's like a genuine desire. So, I was excited that I could do this episode to talk a little bit about that trip and more so the diet and exercise changes that I made for that trip that I'm really bringing back with me. And I'm doing this because a lot of people were damning me. I was getting a lot of questions about it and people wanted to hear more. And I feel like a lot of these tips and whatever we were doing are just really helpful as like inspiration. Mm. This is really just like to inspire if it fits. And this seems like something you're attracted to do. That sounds great. If not, you know, completely leave it. There's not any desire or wish for you to change your life or do anything different for you. But I really just wanted to provide the information and how I felt doing and working and living this way.
0: And you can basically implement this wherever you are. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like, for the most, yeah, for the most part. For Listen, the, most part. the cantaloupe in New York's not going to be like mm-hmm. a Okay,
1: yeah, dude. I tried to get a peach <laughs> in New York the other day. I was like, this is disgusting. <laughs> it's like this peach is nothing like an abita oh, peach. Oh man. Um, but Jenna just really has it dialed as far as like getting the rest in, having focused work, and I really learned a lot about working hard on something for a long period of time, but working in a way that is sustainable Mm -hmm. and feels really good. And it was super dialed. Like you would look at her life and be like, wow, this person rests a lot. This person really um, enjoys life in a big way. And yet she has been so on mission with creating the My Human Design app that is now out. It's really powerful. And doing the writing and doing just everything behind the scenes but yet still really enjoying her life. And I think for a lot of us, we have the programming and the beliefs around if I'm not producing or working really hard, I'm not worthy. If I'm not hustling, I'm worthy. If I'm not um, working, I'm not worthy. If I'm resting, I'm not worthy of rest. And I think she's really done a great job of working against those while still staying on mission.
0: Yes, I completely agree. And the app that she... Yes, fire. I mean, the app is... I was like, I told her, I was like, this is my human design is the app. So make sure you grab that in the app store offers so much for free. And then if Mm -hmm. you want to go deeper, it's just, it's super affordable. And, um, I was just reminded in, you know, diving deep into the app, like how much human design has really supported me and continues to support Mm me. You know, whether it's, I feel like I'm in this season of feeling, so much i think all of us are feeling a lot and so there was like aspects of the app that were explaining kind of like the power of what how much you're feeling and like mm. that is it, human design in general reminds me of my gifts and like i'm usually shit talking my gifts because it's so big and overwhelming at times but yeah i just i think she is she is the The go to for human design.
1: And it's so much more than that. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. human design and just like a channeling. And yes, I think too, we look at someone like that. We're like, oh, wow, she's got an app. She's got all these things, da 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 da. And you don't see that she's been writing every single day, every single piece. of this freaking app for two years. Yes. And then also getting the technology. The technology Mm -hmm. for getting your human design chart is actually really intricate. Each level and layer of the chart. And if you guys are interested into human design, you know there's so many aspects of it. So acquiring the technology or creating the technology is really what she did of every single layer. It's like when we first... So we were first talking about this at We, I was the first person to bring up her doing an app to her, and she talked about this in the episode with her launch, I was like, you need to do an app. And there was the block of like, we can't get the technology because Mm. of how it's currently structured, but that didn't like stop her from doing it. Yes. And for us to just see the successes and the the bigness of people, and then also be like, wow, they've actually been working really hard for freaking two years in writing. Yes. And that's with most people's success is you don't know about the years of writing and being like, is this even going to work? Is this even going to be worth it? Like, mm-hmm. there's so much mental conversation that happens when you do big projects like this, and I'm just so proud,
0: super, super proud. Yeah, congrats, Jenna! Again, it's my human design. Wrap it on the app store. I'm excited for this episode. Same. I'm going to tell you some else.
1: I've been doing melon every morning, baby. Oh, so I've been yeah, the things. I think I talked about the things that I've been implementing, but it's like more rest, less intense workouts, more intuitive workouts. Breakfast is the juice. Tea, melons eating when I feel like it and just sort of like reducing the salt, oil, sugar, mm-hmm. kind of like Jenna and Peter mm-hmm. do. So just trying trying out different things, seeing what feels good, seeing what doesn't. And I really break it down in this episode. So health and wellness focused all about eating and movement and more in, in a more intuitive way. Yeah.
0: All right, y'all. If you love this episode, please share with a friend. That means so much to us. If you want more from Almost 30, just want to learn more about who we are, what we do and what we offer, go to almost30.com. Yes. All right. We love you guys. Love you. See you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Major announcement from Almost 30. We are hosting Space Camp on January 28th. This is our favorite event of the year. Camp Almost 30 has gotten a little bit of a rebrand because we were feeling like, I think we're ready to really go there. (laughs) with our community. So we are welcoming guests who we feel have really taken us to a whole other planet in our interviews and in our conversations with them. So guests like Brie Melanson, she is going to be doing a workshop on psychic development, Find and Tap into Your Gifts. She is a teacher and channel and one who has really been such a support and teacher for Krista and I throughout the years we are welcoming Jordan Younger. So she is going to help us find our galactic origins. She is the podcast host of the Balanced Blonde podcast. She's an author. She's a spiritual teacher. We're also welcoming Lee Harris, who recently was on the podcast in a two-part episode, and he is going to channel the Z's live for us. How special. He does not do this often, so we feel very, very, very lucky. And we will also be welcoming Sandra Walter. So she is going to be teaching on Ascension 101, the crystalline grid and higher realm support. She is so special. She's a light worker and teacher and has been on the podcast. And Krista and I are going to be sharing a very, very, very special experience, heavenly coded Reiki infused sound bath. And I'm excited for you all to join us. So this is happening on January 28th from 10 to 2 p.m. PST make sure you sign up. Space is limited, but it's absolutely free. Absolutely free. We're excited to welcome you. And this is the kickoff to membership opening. So membership is going to be open indefinitely now. So you can join membership for six months at a time and really, really focus uh, and support your growth. It is our favorite place to just come and be ourselves and really get super intimate with you all, more intimate than on the podcast. So I'm excited for you all to join the membership, but head to almost30.com slash space dash camp. That's almost30.com slash space dash camp, space dash (laughs) camp. Say that 30 times. almost30.com slash space dash camp to sign up for camp. Absolutely free. We will see you on January 28th.
1: Hello and welcome back to a solo episode with me, Krista Williams, of Almost 30. And I'm really excited about this one. I've been talking to you all in my DMs about this topic for a few weeks now, maybe even a month. And it's something that when I'm consuming other people's content or like on Instagram or social media, I'm always so curious about these types of things. So I'm really excited to talk to you about the way that I've changed my eating and movement since my trip to Ibiza. So for some background, I've done a few episodes on body acceptance and my body journey. So I highly recommend you listen to those. Those are solo episodes that are near and dear to my heart. That will talk a little bit about my past, um, just with like... Body acceptance, my journey with that, a little bit of disordered eating, binge eating over the years. um, And I've really struggled with my body and loving it. And I feel like it's been a long journey to really get to a place in the past couple of years where I feel better than ever. Although I may not look better than ever, who knows? I feel better than ever in my body and it's taken quite some time. So those episodes are really, really great resources for anyone that's in their body acceptance journey or looking to love their body more. Uh, One of the episodes is really just like an open-hearted tell all um, about my struggles and really how I grew up and all of that. And then the next one is on tips. So Those episodes will be in the show notes, and I just want to make sure I reference those as background. So I have been looking for and wanting to mix up my diet, nutrition, movement, routine for quite some time. I have been kind of on the same trajectory of what I'm eating and how I'm moving for, I would say, the past five or six years. So there was a period in time in my life where I was living in New York City I wanted to be a SoulCycle instructor. We all know the story. And I completely burnt out my adrenals and I was working out maybe seven to eight times a week. There was multiple days where I was doing two days, uh, lots of hit training, lots of running. If it wasn't hard, I wasn't doing it. If I wasn't listening to trap or like loud music at 5 a.m., what was the point? What was the point if it didn't hurt? And I ended up hurting. I had adrenal fatigue. I had hormone issues. So that was my first awakening to um, slowing down to more uh, nutrient-dense foods, to more rest, to more recovery, all of those things. I also have a hormone journey episode. So I highly recommend you listen to that. I go through my full journey with my hormone balancing, hormone healing, how I work to really nourish my hormones and eventually balance them completely. But I have the past couple of years since that just been in sort of a rut. I've been you know, kind of falling back into the rhythm and routine and the belief that more is better, that I need a certain amount of protein, that I need a certain amount of fat, that I need to work out a certain way, I need to move a certain way, even if I like it or not, da-da-da-da-da-da. And I've been doing hit training around five times a week maybe, and then I would mix in yoga here and there. I would definitely do walking. So I'm someone that walks around 10,000 steps every day. I usually try and get walks in here and there, maybe on calls or maybe when I'm checking social media. And then my eating has just been pretty mindless. I don't feel like I've been connected to my food. I feel like I'm eating what I perceive to be healthy. I definitely snack quite a bit. I eat a lot. I definitely eat most people under the table, which I have no problem with. But I felt like this feeling of feeling stuffed and feeling uncomfortable and feeling just like, not like myself in my body and not like super fluid and not super free. And there's this freedom and this feeling that I'm really aiming to have that I think we all know, I'm, I'm, I I'm, pray and I hope that you all really know that feeling of feeling free in your body. Uh, maybe you felt it at glimpses, maybe you felt it for a long time, but I know what it feels like to feel free in my body and it feels like I move with ease, it feels like my clothes fit with ease, feels like I work out with ease, it feels like everything feels really easy because there's no real friction between sort of what I'm consuming and how I'm living and how my body is showing up or expressing itself. So there's this feeling of ease that I'm really, really going for. And I knew that when I went on this trip to Ibiza, so I went and spent a week with my dear friend, Jenna Zoe, who you may all know through My Human Design. She has the My Human Design app and she's a human design expert. She's like world leading. She's been on the podcast about three times and she's one of my dear, dear friends. Um, So when she was in Ibiza over the summer, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to go. I've never been. I've always wanted to go. And I'll never miss out on an opportunity to really spend time with people that I love. Um, If you know me, you're someone who knows that I really, really prioritize my relationships and my friendships. They mean so much to me. I am someone that really, really, really understands and sees in my life how the relationships and people around me impact me. So I do not take the people that I love and time with them lightly. I try and make special moments and things happen with my friends as much as I can. So... I was like, oh, I have to go see Jenna. So I promised I would go see her in Ibiza. And I'd been talking to our other friend, Peter Kelly and Jordan Younger, some other people that practice sort of the principles that I practiced this week in Ibiza. And I've always been curious about transitioning my nutrition a little bit and transitioning my movement a little bit. And I think... In life, we go through periods and we go through phases when um, you're going to need more of one thing, less of another. And I've been feeling like personally that there's this lightness and freedom that I want to achieve that I haven't been able to feel in the past couple months, especially around my wedding. I personally, if I'm truthfully, deeply honest, was incredibly disappointed when I saw my wedding photos and how I felt like I looked, didn't feel like what I had always envisioned. And I think that's its own mental game in itself and that's its own mental conversation in itself but i felt like i was really inflamed i had been working out a lot and i just felt like i looked a little uncomfortable in my dress it had been my goal to not lose weight i really didn't care about losing weight for my wedding but i really didn't feel as embodied as i wanted to so for this trip i was like i'm going to do it the jenna zoe way i'm going to eat and live by my human design i'm going to Just follow the principles of eating whole, nutritious foods, eating slowly, eating mindfully, listening to my body, moving the way my body wants to move. And I'm just going to try out this different type of lifestyle. If you guys know, I'm a projector. So in human design, I am a projector. That's how I'm expressed. And I'm sure most of you know and love human design and have figured out your type. And you can also go into Jenna Zoe's app, My Human Design, and really check out all the aspects of your chart that really dictate how you show up in the world. So I'm someone that's a projector. I don't really live my human design in full. I definitely should. I'm not someone that naps or rests, and I definitely work a little bit more than projectors should be working, and move more than projectors probably should be working. But you know, it's just kind of how it goes. So that week in Abitha. The plan was to um, do it the Genozoi way, which is a super feminine, super embodied, super intentional way of living. And I think it's really helpful when we're on vacation or we're away from home to um, practice these new ways of living and experience these new ways of life. And I know it's hard when you get back, and I've definitely experienced that since I've gotten home. It can be hard to incorporate all these beautiful principles and practices that we do on vacation and bring them back home. But... I always try when I'm traveling to um, explore different ways of being as much as I can. So this trip I vowed to, and this could be a fun experiment for us all to do. It's something that I definitely want to try and incorporate as many principles as possible. I tried to incorporate as much fruit as I could, especially in the morning. So I'm someone that stopped eating fruit a few years ago. I didn't really intentionally as much as it just sort of happened, I would prioritize eating snack, carb food, protein, fat foods over fruit. I definitely think the keto movement had an impact on that. I think I kind of stopped eating fruit a lot because I was like, oh, this is sugar. And I kind of perceived that to be negative because of that whole thing. So I wanted to incorporate more fruit into my diet. I wanted to like liberate myself to eat as much fruit as I can because here in LA, even though we have access to really beautiful, nutrient-dense, bright fruit, I wasn't eating a lot of fruit. So I wanted to liberate myself and just be like, eat however much fruit you want. If you want two apples, if you want 50, if you want a whole watermelon, whatever it is, definitely eat the fruit and get it in in the morning. I always laugh at Jenna and Pita because I feel like they're always sharing their cantaloupe all the time. And I'm like, oh my gosh, the life of just like cantaloupe eaters. I feel like I'm always like a protein shake, always shoveling something down. And to eat like a delicate cantaloupe every morning just seems so luxurious, even though if we have a local farmer's market or we can even go to someplace close to our house, we can find fruit pretty excessively. So eating it in the morning, and you know, there is the belief of some that it will digest quickly because it is just like a simple sugar within your body. So it digests in a shorter amount of time than another type of food. Protein is actually the most complex to digest within the body. Um, It burns the most calories while you digest it or while you're breaking it down, which is really great, but it is the most complex for your body to digest. And simple sugars, simple fruits are actually really easy to digest. So it can move through your body within like 45 minutes maximum. um, And you can use that energy right away. So You know, I am not a doctor. I'm not really an expert in this space, but that is what is said. I felt personally like it just provided me like a really nice, clear, clean energy. And I felt like I could absorb the nutrients very well because I had been fasted from the night before. So I did as much fruit as I could. I would eat it in the morning before I eat anything. And then in the afternoon, if I had eaten something that wasn't fruit, I definitely ate it again. I just was eating it pretty liberally, which felt really, really good. I forgot about how many beautiful micronutrients and like how freaking flavorful fruit is. I was like, yo, a white peach? What the hell? A white peach was so juicy and delicious and sweet. I'm
0: not sure if you know this, but one out of eight couples struggle with infertility. It's kind of staggering. Most people don't know and or aren't ready to talk about it. And The thing is, we really need good data and information about our bodies in order to have informed conversations with our doctors and make the best decisions for ourselves and for our future. Sometimes we can be so lost in the shame of it all that we forget to really take action and figure out our best options. And that's why Modern Fertility was created. I've been having fertility conversations with a lot of you in my DMs, so I'm excited to talk about Modern Fertility. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home, major, major, with a simple finger prick, you mail it in with a prepaid label, and you'll get personalized results within six Hormone testing at a fertility clinic, again, can cost three times as much. Get $30 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash almost 30. That's modernfertility.com slash almost 30.
1: And when you are eating natural sugars for a long time, I was always thinking like, okay, I want a sweet and I would eat whatever sweet that I had. But I forgot how sweet and juicy and amazing fruit is. And the day pretty much consisted of fruits in the morning and then lots of veggies in the form of sushi salads. We had sides. Some of the sweetness that we had were dates. I freaking love dates. Dates are my favorite. We would eat dates after dinner. I would eat dates in the afternoon. Jenna's a huge fan of honey. She loves honey. So she has honey in the evening as like a sweet treat. We had chocolate one night, which was just like a really dark, beautiful chocolate. I was drinking herbal tea all day. I'm not usually a tea drinker, but it was really, really nice to have tea, which is high in antioxidants, really hydrating for you. And it felt really good to have just like kind of a sweetness. I would drop some stevia in there um, with like an unsweetened green tea or jasmine tea. And it was a nice beverage to have through the day. And I actually had usually had carbonated beverages all day, whether it was like dram or whatever. So to have like a tea, even an iced tea, and then a hot tea in the evening felt really, really nice. We would have green juice in the morning on an empty stomach. There was like a really nice um, fresh juicery of kale, spinach, cucumber, whatever they had in the kitchen, we would get a beautiful juice and then I'd have rice. So as far as like starchy carbs, I would have rice in the evenings. We had rice when we had a Thai curry. Um, We would have rice if there was in the sushi. So rice was like pretty much a staple in the evenings as well, which is like a pretty quick digesting starch that felt actually really, really, really good. There was lots of flavorful spices as well, which was really nice. And that really helped to amp up the flavor of all the veggies. I think for me, the most stark... Transformation that I had in eating this way and moving this way and sleeping. You know, even sleeping, we would go to bed around 12 every night and get up around nine every morning. So, nine hours of really deep, restful, uninterrupted sleep was also attributing to feeling really, really good. This sense of inflammation just went away. And I feel like I'd been holding on to so much water weight from working out, from what I'd been eating, from overprocessed foods, all these things. So, I just felt my body just go, ah. And my muscles release tension and just feel so much less, so much calmer from allowing it to not be working out so hard and move so hard and all of these things. And I felt like, especially in my face, and I shared some photos on my Instagram, it's Krista. So my Instagram is Krista of my face before and after. Oh my gosh, it's water weight for sure. But the difference of my face is so crazy. I seeing my cheekbones again, you guys, for a girl that's had a pumpkin head her whole life. I have these cheeks. I've had these cheeks forever. They are such a blessing and such a curse. They are natural. These cheeks are natural. So I had these cheeks that I came in with. my face looked so puffy. Oh my God, I was like, dude girl, you okay when I looked at the first picture and then at the end, the cheekbones were completely visible. I had no extra water weight or inflammation. I had like my eye... My eyes were clear. And it was interesting, like the whites of my eyes were super clear because I have this filter that I always use. It's like pretty basic. It just provides like a little something so your girl can just get, just be, be one of the gals. And it picks up eye color. And most of the time it picks up like a brown with my eyes, but it picked up, started picking up green and would not stop picking up green because my eyes normally when I'm like really with it are green. And so I noticed my eyes were so much brighter and greener. My skin was like, oh, uh, wow beautiful beyond. But the inflammation and the puffiness was like really what was key for me. It was like all of the weight that usually hangs around my chin and my cheeks was like completely gone. And I just felt like my body looked better than it had in a really long time, even before my wedding. Even before my wedding. Can you freaking believe it? I can't believe it. I can't believe it. So I got to see... My cheekbones again, which means I've reduced inflammation and then any stuck lymph or water weight that I hold in my face. And I just feel like the overall body is just holding a lot less. And I think for me, how I plan to carry this into my life and into life outside of being with Jenna and Abitha is really to focus on adding more fruits into my diet all the time. So that's prioritizing buying them at the store, cutting them up myself, You know, eating them whenever I can. And for me, as an example today, that's mean. I ate an apple this morning as a morning snack. I had pineapple after my lunch. Um, I had a white peach this morning. I will have some grapefruit if I want later. And I will just eat all the fruit in the world. I will just eat as much fruit as I want and really just incorporate all these things that I really love that I've sort of been denying myself for some weird reason. And then also it's buying as many vegetables as possible and even making dinners that are just like a bunch of vegetable sides. So tonight for dinner, I'm going to be eating a lentil pasta, tolerant foods. It's really bomb. It has one ingredient, pasta. And then um, a really like tomatoey, herby-based sauce. That's no oils. That's pretty much just tomatoes. Um, And then I'll do some peppers. And then if I want some fruit after that, I'll eat it. And then I'll also cook some roasted uh, broccoli or cauliflower. So it's like... Just allowing yourself to like liberate yourself, have as much portion, have as much as you want of these like beautiful things. And for me, it definitely has taken more time to eat a lot more fresh fruits. I have to go to the store more, you have to cut it up, et cetera, and to cook and make vegetables really delicious. But I realized that I had been prioritizing other things over how good I felt in my body and how much I wanted to nourish and feed myself. So that's Instagram. That's. Watching TV, that's hanging out, you know, that's just doing these things that weren't really serving me. And I wanted to actually make myself my own first priority and really spend time um, cooking or eating food in a way that I probably had never been because I'm not someone that really cooks. So I wanted to prioritize all of these things. I've also really focused on eating less oils or consuming less oils. So I didn't realize that I was having so many oils. Um, The oils would come in the form of, in my protein shakes, there was always like MCT oils. There was flax oils sometimes in the milks that I'd have. There was sunflower oil in a lot of food that I was eating. Uh, Sunflower oil was actually in a lot of bars that I had. It was in my coffee. It's in cereal. And it's kind of like the, the new face of a vegetable oil. Um, it has a pretty high omega-6 content. Um, and when you have a off ratio of omega-6 to omega-3, it can be, cause inflammation within the body. And so I wanted to reduce my oils and that's been like very eye-opening. And I you know, suggest for anyone just to kind of take a look at your diet and what's in it and just kind of note things that are, um, that have oils within them. And of course, there's amazing oils like olive oil and really beautiful like coconut oil or avocado oil that have such beautiful nutrient benefits. But I wanted to just reduce the overall consumption of oils in my diet and just see how I felt. So I've been really focused on less oils. Uh, I'm making my own dressing with things like tahini, uh, lemon juice, uh, maple syrup. And I am, you know, know, not adding it to anything and not really having anything that has any oils in it just to see how I feel for a while.
0: Did you know that the drugs we take to manage period cramps were invented in the 1950s and exclusively tested on men? <laughs> what? It's literally outrageous that there hasn't been more innovation when it comes to periods. Deloon is changing that with dietitian formulated solutions that relieve our symptoms while actually supporting cycle health. And then again,
1: not so much the focus on getting all the fat in my diet or getting all the protein, knowing that when I'm eating in a really nutritious way that I will get it through maybe the lentil pasta as an example for this, or maybe even some vegetables that have like a pretty good amount of protein, although you may not think it. Um, so focusing less on those and then less processed foods, which I think we all know and love that tip and insight to not have as much processed foods, but being really serious with myself about it. It's like, okay. Okay we know it's good for you but it's processed so maybe we can maybe we can just switch it up a little bit so i wanted to just do some of that and and use it as an experiment and what i realized within this whole process of resting more of more intuitive movements of more sleep of less processed foods of eating lightly eating more throughout the day um, was that I was really eating and moving and living in my human design. You know, as a projector, as someone that really, really needs that, the light foods a lot through the day, really needs the energy and really needs the rest and really needs the restoration, I was living in accordance to my human design. And that's something that Jenna does so, so well. She's incredible at that. And I learned so much from her during this trip. During this trip, I really learned um, that you can. Pursue whatever dream you have and really live a beautiful life. You know, that was something I wanted to end my little experiment and my conversation about what I did in Abitham, what I'm incorporating in my life now, with the discussion of how inspiring Jenna is to me because I was able to see her in the past couple of years completely write an entire app that has so many different elements and aspects, create this entirely new technology. And do it with intention and focus. It is so hard to get yourself personally motivated to write every single day. And for her to create this entire new app that is an entirely new technology for human design has been so powerful. And I was with her. She was probably working less because I was there, but whenever she was working, it was with true intention. It was like four or five, you know, three to four hours of pure work, focus on something. There was no checking other things, leaving the room, watching TV or doing all these things. It was real work. And so when she was resting, it was intentional rest time. When she was working, it was intentional work time. And I realized too how powerful it is to have like a dream of doing something and really just like chipping away for years and years to make it happen. And we all see the success overnight. You're like, oh my God, this app is out. Like, Wow, it's amazing where did it come from, but really it's been the effort of hard work over the past 2 years to make this dream happen. So it's been really beautiful to see her completely step into that dream for her to listen to her body, for her to allow herself this beautiful um space for channeling too. I think a lot of the way that she eats and lives, so uh, living kind of off the grid, eating really clean, you know, I know everyone in the diet community hates clean, but um eating really Whole eating a lot of whole foods that are easily digested by the body that really fit for her constitution and clearing her mind of negative thoughts or any distractions has really helped her to be this beautiful channel for all the work of human design or all the work that she's been doing, even just in like the spirituality space. And I've realized that too, when I'm eating in this way or I'm moving in this way, I'm actually able to get access to my gut, my intuition, my better ideas than I was when I wasn't eating as well or what I wasn't eating is clean. Like I think about my spirit and soul. And when I first had my Reiki master's training, I felt like my soul was able to fit more fully into my body because it wasn't as dense. I also think that eating and moving this way, there's a less of a density around us and in our body of all of these things we're processing, all of these things we're digesting and working through so that we can actually access the truth of who we are. And I think Jenna really, really does that really beautifully. So that was also very inspiring. And then also there was just like the femininity of it all. You know, the femininity of listening to your body, of rest, of moving in a way that feels good, of writing when you want to write, of laying in the sun, of enjoying your life. And I realized that when you prioritize the right things, your life can feel luxurious no matter where you are or how much you make. Because for some people, you know, if we prioritize like... When I travel, I prioritize where I stay. I'm not like a foodie. I don't really like going out to dinners. I don't drink. I don't really shop when I travel. So, I can live the most luxurious life that I want by prioritizing my space and really feeling good in my space. Maybe prioritizing getting a, a chef that week. So we're saving money on going out to eat because we're not paying you know, for that, but we're actually supporting someone that wants to come cook amazing vegan meals for us. Um, and then we're prioritizing rest and sleep and, and play and all these things. So it was just such a beautiful, luxurious experience. And I'm so grateful that I was able to really just tap in and try this experiment of um, eating in this like... I don't know this lighter and more beautiful way. Something that our friend Jordan Younger also talks about with the Celestial Diet. I think the Celestial Diet is really aligned with all of these principles and practices. And she talks a lot about that, which is really beautiful. So I wanted to just share all of that. I know I've been uh, messaging with so many of you and we've been talking in the DMs about my trip to Ibiza and the way that I was eating and the way that I'm sort of uh, transitioning the way that I eat now to be more whole food, plant-based, nutrition- nutritious, brightly colored, amazing fruits and veggies, et cetera, et cetera. And I wanted to share that with you because it's been a beautiful, beautiful next expression of me. And I'm hopeful that it will help me to access different parts of me by allowing more space and energy for my soul to come in. So, if you didn't think I was going to end on something crazy, I got to, you guys, I got to drop something crazy. I got to drop a crazy ass reason of why I'm doing this because truly there's a spiritual element to all of this. And I think in the space of wellness, you know, we started out health and wellness in the podcast and then we transitioned to more spirituality because once you really get these things down with eating and nutrition, you really feel more like yourself. So, happy to share this with you again. If this does not resonate, all good, drop it. It does not matter. I just wanted to share all of this because I found it to be incredibly helpful and I'm hopeful that even one of these tips could inspire you to really, you know, just think about your movement and your eating in a different way and I'm always down to experiment so I always love hearing these type of episodes. Definitely listen to my other episodes on body acceptance. I think those would be really helpful if you're struggling right now. My intention with this is to really provide you with something that could be inspiring, maybe a tip or two that you could apply to your life to feel really good. So This was so much fun. I'm so grateful I could share this with you. Uh, Jenna Zoe has My Human Design. She has an app out now, which is incredible. I love it. It's all about everything you need to know on your chart. There's tips of the day. It's a beautiful, beautiful experience that your girl actually suggested to Jenna. I was actually with Jenna at Air One and I suggested the app to her two years ago. Not to brag, not to brag, but I had to say it. Um, And I'm just so proud of her. She's done such an incredible job with it and it's really beautiful. And then on my Instagram page, it's Krista. You can check out more information about um, what I did this past week, how I felt. You can see the pictures of my face before and after, all of that. We all love some before and afters. Okay, so thank you so much for being here. I love you so much and I'll see you on the next one. Thank you, Krista. Thank you so much. You can go to my Instagram. It's Krista. It's I-T-S Krista. And I have more information on that sort of eating and lifestyle. And then of course, there's Jenna Zoe. You can go to Jenna Zoe on Instagram and then My Human Design on Instagram for more information on human design. In the app is My Human Design. It is now available.
0: Yeah. Thank you all so much for listening. It means a lot to us. Last day of September. So Mm -hmm. kick off October, right? Thank you for being here and we will see you on the next episode. See you soon.